0: He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine.
1: Yeah, it's a good day for singing a song. And it's a good, good
0: day for moving along. Yeah, it's a good day.
2: Good day, Grand Valley, and welcome to the midweek edition of the Watchdog Morning Show, 710, 10 minutes after the hour. We're looking at 60 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 56 at the Highlands, 55 in Elm Grove, and 55 here at the Robinson Autogope Studios. Downtown Wheeling, heart of the Ohio Valley. Sunny, a high of 81 today, going to be pretty much the same for tomorrow. Rain comes in on Friday and Saturday, mainly in the morning though. Uh, should not be a terrible impact on the Ogilby Fest. And then uh, partly sunny into uh, Sunday and into Columbus Day with temperatures dropping down to the 50s by then. So we will feel for sure feel more like fall come Ogilby Fest. Feel like Ogilby Fest. Feel like Ogilby Fest on uh, on this uh on this weekend. There's a little foggy coming in this morning, pal.
1: I thought it was uh, a little on the more of the clearer side than what oh, we were really? Did. Yeah, I, uh, it seemed like when we got downtown here, it wasn't uh, too bad either. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the the cold weather. There,
2: there. Uh, there we talked this before, and you, you're right. You, 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 we talked about why it's foggy bottom or my area. When I leave my house, it tends to be very foggy, and I have to use the windshield wipers to clean things off and keep them going for a while. By the time I get to your house, it's not nearly so bad. And downtown wasn't so bad, other than... What would you call it today? I've called it streets of be- bombed out Beirut. You called it like a, a Russian attack.
1: Well, know, I fact? would like to see those uh, streets where they have uh, shelling because it couldn't, you know, there there was a building there. Well, it's gone, and that's kind of like uh, driving downtown. And I know, I know, I know. Be positive, be positive. But some days it's just really hard because it's, it's hard to see end in sight. And, uh, you know, my age— might not be any end in sight.
2: I firmly believe that the streetscape is going to be a good thing and it's going to be done. But I keep thinking, will I be here to see it? Um, and that's not totally a joke. You know, I'm just a little concerned about that. Uh, last night, um, one of the council members last night at Wheeling City Council, Rosemary maybe, Rosemary Ketchum perhaps, uh, had raised the question and Bob Heron wasn't there so Bill Lanham the assistant manager was was being asked questions and she said <coughs> something we have said on this show more than once Bob can't there be better communication about this project i'm a 1000% uh, in belief that when it's done it's going to be good and i guess that we i get that we have to put up with all this stuff and i guess i get that it took a long time to get to the start point but we're now into it but it's something we've talked about before. Isn't there a better way to communicate to everybody directly to the businesses? You know, they move around a good bit. You know, they're going to do construction work. I'm picking this out of thin air. They're going to do it from between 12th and 14th Street today. And they do it between 10th and 12th Street tomorrow. Can't they
1: tell the businesses there
2: that today we're going to be in front of your building?
1: Howard, we, you and I talk about it. Communication is is key in just about everything. You know, if, if you don't know what what I'm thinking over here, then we got problems. If I don't know what you're thinking, right. you you have to communicate, people. And yes, it's very important, Howard. I, I, have you been to, I mentioned this before, but have you been
2: downtown on a Sunday morning? Not lately. Uh, no. Every time. Can't I be I, a lot going on, is there? Well, yeah, there's one big thing and it's they do it so well. And I mentioned this last week. The Vineyard Church holds their services At the Capitol Theater. When you get off the suspension, or the, if you're driving off the suspension bridge, you're in trouble. If you get off the Fort Henry Bridge, you immediately see everywhere large blue signs to tell you where to go. Children's parking over here. Uh, Turn here for parking to the Vineyard Church. Uh, Don't go down, I mean, there's probably 20 signs in the area between 10th and 12th Street. Directional signs telling you exactly what to do. Park here. Come in here. Here's a lot. Now, maybe they go overboard, but can't the city or the state or somebody do that same kind of thing? You have no. If you come downtown and you're going to the Vineyard Church on Sunday morning, you have no question about what to do. Kids get off here. Adults go over here. If you're going to the Sunday school class, you go down here. If you're parking, park here. Wait here for someone to come help you. It's it's the it's the epitome of signage. I, I, why can't why can't that be done with by the city or by the state?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know if the who's in in charge doesn't think it's very important. I, I don't know, Howard. Again, in every walk of life, it is so important, and it's very important here also.
2: The uh, Bill Lanham, the assistant manager last night, uh, said, well, you know, we have a progress meeting once a week. I think, I think he said once a week, but whatever time, time period. We have a progress meeting once a week, so I'll bring that up again to the next progress meeting. Well, you know, geez, <laughs> this is not new information. So, and I know the city, I, I know from talking to the city that they have a little difficulty with the state getting some of the stuff involved. But at any rate, you're, you're, to your, you mentioned earlier, it just looks like Edward R. Murrow is going to report from, you know, bombed out London. There's a
1: bunker. There's a bunker there. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. 715 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I do want to get to Wheeling Council coming up in a minute or here. Now, they quickly okayed that new gaming center on National Road in Woodsdale. Questions and concerns that I have been raising over the last week. at. Eh. Nobody cared about that. It took about 13 seconds. I timed it for them to pass that new gaming center on in, in Woodsdale uh, and moved on. But the big topic of the Wheeling Council last night was frustrations with the homeless. A couple of council members uh, boiling over about the homeless situation. Uh, a, a lore, I, didn't, I, I couldn't watch it online because they cut it off, but I read in the intel this morning, I think seven or eight people spoke about the homeless situation after the meeting. I want to get into that. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Slavonakis wants one of those. An ordinance like Parkersburg has put into place with no camping on public property, uh, and I, I think we need to look at this homeless thing from at least three different points of view. And we'll, I'll do that. We'll do that coming up later on this morning. Kevin McCarthy gambled and lost. He was voted out of the speakership of the House. We'll look at what's coming next. And you know what could be coming next? What's next, Howard? Donald Trump for speaker.
1: Can you do that from prison?
2: (laughs) Apparently you can, and uh, at least one Texas Republican says he's going to nominate Trump for speaker. (laughs) That a boy. All right. A Charleston TV station calls out the West Virginia Transportation Secretary for signing off on state contracts to a company that his son works for. Delegate Mike Pushkin says the apparent conflict of interest could well be a violation of federal law, may deserve a federal investigation. Pushkin coming in today to explain that with us, and uh, Bob, a question for you in just a moment. Okay. Does size matter? (laughs) We'll get to that coming up in a second. Plus, slider on sports. Hope not. How's that Adam Fike forecast? Taylor Long with Ohio Valley headlines, and the legislative watchdogs are coming in at nine o'clock, seven seventeen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Feel free to be part of the program. Frio Stack Auction Service text line is open, is available 304 214 1600. The text line 304 214 1600. You also can use the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line 304 232 8255. Bob, it was, um, it was a week ago today that, or tonight, this evening, we had the shooting in the parking lot at Perkins. Remember
1: that? I do remember that, yes. Yeah, big we, story.
2: A week ago yesterday that we got more details about the fellow who was arrested, currently charged with attempted murder. And... Uh, he claims it started out with a fight over what? Something you stick in your ear. AirPods. He claims it was an AirPod deal gone bad. Now, before he had said that, I assumed it was probably a deal gone bad. That's just my best guess. But I wouldn't have thought of AirPods. Really and truly, this guy said that you know they were making a, He was making a deal to buy some AirPods, and uh, and they. I'll meet you. I'll meet you in Perkins, and we'll get in the car, and we'll go off to a secret place to buy the AirPod. That just didn't sound right to me. But, but, Key West, Florida. 17-year-old boy expected to be charged an adult after he stabbed his co-worker over a pair of... I'm with you. Airpods. Airpods. The victim mistakenly took this guy's Airpods, thinking they were the ones that he had borrowed from somebody else. Uh, They tracked the Airpods down. The victim... Then said, "Oh, I forgot to bring him back to give to him." And at that point, the guy pulled out the knife and shooka. Sh- Look, I have here. I shouldn't even say this because I could get attacked. I got AirPods. And I carry in my pocket all let the time. Let me see them. Hold on. here. They are. <laughs> let me get. I gotta get them out of my pocket. Here, eh? I, 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 carry my pocket all the time. And say there, there's my AirPods. Okay. So that, down in Florida, down in Key West, this 17-year-old has been stabbed, and we had a shooting over these things. Not these things, but things just like this here in Wheeling. Are AirPods the new, I don't know what, you know, the new the new troublesome thing? I would
1: not take a chance, Howard. I'm going to
2: – I'm putting my AirPods away, and I don't have them anymore. It so does not have them. No, nah, just don't for, – for, forget Forget that I said I ever had these things. These are what I use well, if I ever go back home and start broadcasting from home. These are what I used to broadcast from home. With.
1: Okay. I didn't know what it was.
2: These are my AirPods. Eh? Well, you see, I can put them – watch this. I'll put them it, put it in my ear. Okay. I can take them out.
1: How much see? can I get for them over at uh, Island Pond?
2: She here – See, see, I can see, they just fit my, nicely in my ear.
1: Look like you're wearing a hearing aid. Yeah, it
2: does look like you're wearing a hearing aid. In fact, when I see people walking around town with these things, I go, oh, you got to be kidding me. You know, you look like an autonomon, you know, like a robot or something. Anyway, I just wanted to share that story only because I made fun of it here last week when the, it was an AirPod deal gone bad. Same thing down in Florida. So maybe. <laughs> maybe AirPods are indeed a, a pretty big deal. Now, speaking of big deals. in the morning, 20 after the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. It's a Wednesday. You're welcome to join us, 304-214-1600. Does size matter? Does size matter?
1: Well, in some things, I just (laughs) yes. Absolutely.
2: You're just not quite sure how to go. I don't know where we're going. (laughs) What to do with this? We're going to the size of (laughs) hamburgers. Okay. Hamburgers. There had been a lawsuit brought against both McDonald's and Wendy's saying that the hamburgers they use in their advertising are bigger than the hamburgers you get in real life.
1: So they, they claim uh, they're being deceiving. Deceiving it Looks like a big burger. It is a big Misleading burger. Misleading advertising. But when you get your burger, it's not very
2: big. When you see it on TV or in one of those newspaper ads, the cheese is properly melted. The 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 juices are running out of the burger. And... Uh, and, and it's it's bigger. It's simply bigger. In fact, one of the people involved in the lawsuit says that he worked in a marketing firm that for, I think it was for McDonald's. And he said they purposely use um, undercooked patties because they will look bigger. The more you cook it, the more it will shrink. So the argument was that the American public is being deceived by advertising. Now, we, we live off of advertising, so I'll be careful how I phrase this. But isn't advertising almost by nature deceit?
1: It is. But, you know, listening to you, Howard, I can remember some advertising where they put right beside it, not the actual size. Not the
2: actual product. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're exactly right. I hadn't thought about that. That's exactly right. Anyway, this has been pending for a while. This is a lawsuit pending for a while. And a judge ruled this weekend that, no, you, you can't. You can't do that. Advertising. Makes things look better and different. That's just just the the nature of it. Uh, He said the uh, Wendy's and McDonald's effort to make their burgers look appetizing was, quote, no different than any other company's use of visually appealing images to foster positive associations with their products. You know, like car uh, companies that used to, not so much anymore, used to always drape a half-naked woman over the car, right? So you'd be thinking, oh, yeah, I like that car. You didn't really, you weren't really liking the car. You were liking, well, you know, something else. So uh, uh, we can uh, – but I, I just thought that was interesting. So does size matter? Apparently not in burger advertising. It does not matter. Um, and I'm i always, I'm always amazed. I, I figured these are – I don't like to say that people are out just getting money, you know, off of lawsuits and stuff, but does anybody re- – I mean, do you truly believe that what you see in advertising, you know, the pictures and so on – are exactly what you're going to get at home
1: and okay you were duped a little bit but does that really cause you pain and suffering
2: yeah exactly well i don't know if they were, i don't even know what their claim was um i'm looking to see how they actually um
1: i mean howard if bad if bad service and disappointment was a crime hell i'd, I'd have uh yeah, six all, figures for mcdonald's I, by now yeah,
2: or, or or many other places yeah um uh, doesn't say what their claim yet yeah, i'm sure yeah they have to have a claim you're right and this does not say what it is anyway uh, size does not matter guys you can feel comfortable at least in the burger worlds size does not matter 723 23 after the hour it is the watchdog morning show Wheeling Council takes up homelessness and doesn't care much about the LVA LVL Gaming Center on National Road. Got that issue and more coming up as the Watchdog Morning Show moves on on a Wednesday.
3: Hi, it's Hoppy Kirchival
0: from TalkLine on Metro News coming up on the next show. I'm going to talk with West Virginia 1st District Congresswoman Carol Miller on her vote on the continuing resolution to keep the government open. And also Chris Steyerwalt from the Dispatch and the American Enterprise Institute. That and more on the next Talk Line, 10.06 Tuesday morning, right here on this Metro News radio station. We'll talk to you then.
2: Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and
4: Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445.
3: a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care close to home developing new and exclusive services recruiting top surgeons featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery improving healing rehab time and outcomes offering innovative heart care through our WVU heart and vascular Institute establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff, providing comprehensive world-class women's health services and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place, at the right time. He has his say, you can have yours. Text
0: us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine.
2: I'm gonna count on you. I lost my clock. What time is it?
1: Lost your what? Clock, clock, clock. my clock. My well, we we're time talking about piece. size there. I didn't. I didn't no, know we no, 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 no.
2: My my timepiece uh, that I have here went away. For well, some maybe
1: time. turn that one around right there in front of you by your. No, uh, that work, so. Hold oh, on. doesn't work. So, <laughs> that doesn't work. Seven
2: twenty-six. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that's
1: what that one says. But okay. okay.
2: So, Seven twenty-six. Twenty-six after the hour. Watchdog Morning Show. Sixty degrees at the airport. Fifty-six at the Highlands. Fifty-five in Elm Grove, and fifty-five here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, For the last week or so, I've been raising some some questions about the uh, gaming center proposed on National Road in Woodsdale, right next to where Hardee's used to be in Dunkin' Donuts supposedly is going to go, the old Spick and Span Cleaners property, where uh, the development committee uh, last week uh, uh, agreed to allow a gaming center to go in there. Uh, Gaming centers have to be approved by council under certain circumstances, and so the Development committee approved it uh, last week, and we talked about that. I, I've been concerned about whether or not there was an adequate notice really being given to the people in the area. A lot of the folks I talked to said nobody knew that the proposal was there, uh, but uh, and it's close to a school, close to a uh, church, close to uh, uh, residents, close to other gaming parlors. I just thought there was some issues about were people properly notified and was there proper attention given to what the people wanted before they did that. Uh, I, I think the location is perhaps inappropriate, and and I've been curious about whether an environmental study was actually done for the project. I thought I thought I'd raised a couple of legitimate questions over the course of the last week, and uh, we even talked about this with the mayor yesterday. But apparently nobody cared. Uh, council took, I counted, I think 13 seconds it was, uh, from the time they read the resolution to the time they said yes, and the motion passed to approve that new gaming center in uh, in Woodsdale. So um, there it is. They didn't didn't care much for the concerns apparently I raised. Well,
1: I don't know about you, Howard, but I pledge this right here and now. At 728 uh, in the morning, Wednesday morning, oh, I'm, works. I'm, I'm going to make this pledge. I'm not giving up. I'm I'm going to keep my ear to the ground on this. I know my way around the recorder's office. I'm going to watch because to me, what my voice is telling me, that little voice that I trust so much, Howard, something is going on here. It's just moving so fast and, and push it through. I swear on my life, I will not let this go until I am convinced that there is nothing there.
2: Well, that was not that was uh, such a fast uh, in and out yesterday. was no I thought that would be a big story. It wasn't. Big story was homelessness though. Last night, uh, Councilman Jerry Sklavanakis got things started by saying that the violence and disruption caused by the homeless in Wheeling simply cannot go on any longer. Here, here. He proposes the city introduce an ordinance, perhaps at the next meeting, similar to the one in Parkersburg that was approved last week which basically says there can be no camping on public property. That's the phrase they use, camping, which aimed at the homeless, but that means nobody. You can't sleep in a public place. Um, he says, Jerry Sklavinaka says, that under a Freedom of Information Act, Wheeling's police department says that in a three-month period, 40% of all charges were charges against the homeless. In the city of Wheeling. Now, I, I'm careful to use the word that Jerry used, which was charges, because I mean, I don't know, you know, charges can be anything from jaywalking to attempted murder. So I'm not exactly sure what we're talking about here, but, but 40% of all charges were against the homeless. Ben Seidler uh, quickly jumped in and concurred. Um, he said that the homeless was an issue uh, very important to him, but, quote, drugs and violence are out of control. Uh, and that something needs to be done about it. So, again, Squavinakis is suggesting that the next meeting they take up this Parkersburg-style ordinance uh, to prevent uh, uh, camping in public uh, public places. Um, Seidler says uh, there's no way around it. This is getting out of control. After the council meeting, or at the end of the council meeting, after they turned the cameras off so I couldn't watch this, this I only can report from from the morning newspaper, uh, more than seven people appeared before council to speak about the topic, uh, a because of the proposal for this Par- Parkersburg-style ordinance, and b because I guess they uh, closed down a camp in East Wheeling. They gave them a two-week notice as required by the law uh, this week. Uh, Melissa Ad- uh, uh, Adams, there you go, said that uh, she was quote told to go and tell them they had to leave. I got I got the sense from the way she she was not at council. But from the comments that I'm reading here, that she was probably not happy with that, but she was told to go tell them they have two weeks to, to get out. This is the camp where you remember uh, one day last week I told you uh, a city worker said someone came out of that camp and punched him. And they it took a week before they finally went and arrested the guy. So they're closing that camp down. Um there were some people who simply said, we have got to care more about the homeless. We have to understand they're human beings, which I agree. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that, although I put a comma, not a period there. Most of the people, even Rosemary Ketchum, and I say it that way because I really expected Rosemary to be more uh, more on the side of, you know, we have to care for these people. Don't worry about shutting them down. Even Rosemary said, and most of the people said, Bob, we have to have a balance, Yes, we have to care about people who are homeless, but we have to find a better way to deal with the problem of, to quote some of the council members, drugs and violence and disruption to city services.
1: It hasn't gotten better. It's gotten worse. And I'm not going to point the finger at anybody, but it has. And. Uh it's this. I would I would label it a little bit out of control. And
2: uh, well, you, you council, several council members use the same or several people use the same phrase. Last yeah.
1: Night. And look, I, I feel for those folks. But that doesn't give you a right to be a, become a criminal. It doesn't give you a right for other folks to be worried now because you're a presence. Get out of here with that stuff. And Howard, let me ask you one more question before I move on here. Can I ask for uh, to be on that agenda at Wheeling Council? Can I ask to to ask two questions?
2: Well, you won't get any answer to the questions. You can ask to be on the agenda. I mean, you yet, can't
1: ask questions at the, at the they council won't answer meeting. Them.
2: I mean, that's not that they would. The, the, you are allowed to make a presentation to council up to three minutes if you get on the agenda ahead of time. I tonight. only
1: need 30 seconds. I want to know uh, why that study wasn't done. Was it determined? I'm sorry, that what, that, what study? What? That, well, I'm going back to spick and span, Dad or Howard. Oh, I, 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 want to know, I want to know. Jumping back I want to that. know if it was determined that that was not necessary. And that if that's the answer, yes, then I want to know who made that decision, okay. who said we don't have to do that. And I want to go, so you got to help me get on the agenda, Howard.
2: Well, it's not hard. Just go down and say, I want to be on the agenda to speak, and they'll ask you what about, and you can tell them. Um, I'm coming get, down. You get three minutes. and I don't need three minutes. <laughs> you get three minutes. and uh, But you, the council does not respond to questions, and and I get that. The, the point is people raise concerns. Then they take them back theoretically and, and
1: think can about Can I that. ask for a copy uh, if there was a study done? Can I ask for something like that? I'm not they, sure
2: you could do that through counsel, but you probably could do that through some mechanism. I don't know. I'm sure you, you can. Um, well, you kind of threw me off my game here, but that's okay. Uh, I, we're jumping back and forth because that's a big issue with, with me too. Uh, but the homeless thing last night, here's part of my problem, this homeless thing last night. Half the people who spoke, Bob, are my friends. They're people that I know. And I I feel awkward in disagreeing with them. Um, my friend John Hargerode, Martha Wright, and others. I think in the city, wheeling the homeless issue, we have we got to look at this three different things. We have to be concerned about the people who are homeless. I, we have to be. I mean, that's there is a value now. Not everybody is truly you know, they're, you know We have to be concerned about people who are truly homeless. I, I I think that's really important. We have a a Christian, and moral, and ethical responsibility there. But then the other two things we have to be concerned about, panhandling is very different from just being a homeless. And I think the panhandling problem has gotten out of hand. And the sleeping in the streets kind of problem has gotten out of hand. I think those are three different issues, and council's is going to have to, somebody is going to have to deal with them uh, all, all together. And then we still have the life hub thing sitting out there, which I'm beginning to wonder in my own mind, Bob, whether that's ever going to come to fruition or not. So we shall see. So the two issues last night, uh, the LVL didn't seem to uh, bring much of attention to uh, the council members. I did not see a development committee report, uh, so I don't know what happened to Chios. They had a request for a development designation in Elm Grove, but and that was the development committee before council. I don't know what they what they did uh, what they did with that. Uh, off the Frio Stack auction service text line. Howard uh, council meeting delegations. Maybe understood, but didn't Mayor Elliott say on your show yesterday they would listen to people's concerns prior to the vote? <coughs> Again, I'm not sure if you're ta- what vote you're talking about. If it's the LVL, the gaming center, what the mayor said was that he would talk to Jerry Squavinakis, who represents the ward, to see if he had any objections raised by citizens. Um, and I thought we might hear that. I thought maybe Jerry would say last night I had two letters or nobody ever contacted me, but None of that, uh, none of that, uh, none of that was raised at all. Um, so, I, I, if, if that's the mayor did say that. Now, the public delegation thing on the homelessness, uh, they did listen. That's all they do is listen um, at the end of the meeting. So, clearly, Bob, this is not going to go away. This is an issue that's going to be continuing to, to well, continuing to grow and, and, and going to create a lot of controversy. A lot of controversy. We talked to the mayor yesterday about, you know, is he probably happy to get out of this? You know, his term is almost up. This is probably one of the things he wishes he didn't have to contend with in the final days of his job. 737, 23 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Time to check into the Ohio Valley newsroom. I imagine Taylor's got more news about this right now. And then uh, Adam Fike will be coming up and Bob has sports all come out in the next half hour.
5: Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your seven news headlines on this October the 4th. This afternoon, FEMA and Federal Communications Commission will be doing a nationwide emergency test. It will come in two waves. One will be the EAS, which is the emergency alert system conducted on radio and televisions, and the WEA, the wireless emergency system that will be conducted on the phones. Again, this test is happening at 2.20 this afternoon. And over to Brook County, County Clerk Kim Barbetta has informed commissioners that Chief Deputy Scott Adams was placed on administrative leave as of August 15th, pending an internal investigation. Doug Mills is now serving as interim chief deputy. This is a developing story, so stay with 7 News and WTRF.com as updates become available. And it's National Mental Health Awareness Week, and NAMI Greater Wheeling hosted their annual prayer service on mental health awareness last night at the St. Michaels Parish. This year's speaker was Kelly Sellers, who serves on NAMI Greater Wheeling's board of directors. She says NAMI was where she turned to when her family needed her after her son showed signs of mental illness 16 years ago. Kelly says she encourages people to tell their stories. She also says events like last night's vigil help give people a platform to share their own stories, which allows us to break the stigma surrounding mental illness. And according to the Wheeling Police Department, 40% of crimes committed this past summer were against those living in homeless encampments. The city has appointed a homeless liaison to assist unhoused individuals, but the problems persist. We have all the details on that over at WTRF.com. And lastly, a little bit of national news. Congress has made history just yesterday with an unprecedented vote. Kevin McCarthy has been removed from the office of Speaker of the House by a majority vote. That was a look at your headlines. Have a wonderful Wednesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you.
2: The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or, visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment, just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. The Highlands Sports Complex is the Ohio Valley's most exciting place to play. A state-of-the-art facility offering fun for the whole family with a climbing wall, arcade, indoor turf, hardwood courts, classes and camps for kids and adults. Plus, you can take a break in the on-site cafe. Learn more online at hitthehighlands.com, or better yet, stop in and visit the Highlands Sports Complex at the top of the hill
4: off I-70. Are you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The law office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not the courtroom with a successful track record in civil litigation criminal defense including tax issues and health fraud harris law office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court call paul harris at harris law office for a free consultation 304-232-5300 coming
0: up on metro news hotline
4: On the Tuesday edition of the show, we'll keep you updated on
2: local sports. Dave Bryan from Steeler Depot will be here. What's going on with the black and gold? We'll talk about that at 4 o'clock. Anthony Lewis on the Mountaineers and more at 5. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day.
0: Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Teacher's desks are clean, chalk is fresh, and the blackboard is ready. It's back to school time, and we're ready with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. <laughs>
2: 42, 18 to the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Do not panic this afternoon. I think uh, Taylor may have mentioned this. If around 2.20 in the afternoon today, your cell phone starts beeping, uh, nothing is terrible or bad or wrong. Today is the day that the uh, federal government uh, asks everybody in the broadcasting business and other businesses to conduct a national test of the EAS system, the Emergency Alert System. So it be it is at two twenty this afternoon. You'll probably hear it on radio, and you'll see it on cable television, on regular television. Uh, and if your phone has alerts to it, and mine does, and if they're turned on, just out of nowhere, you'll suddenly get an ee on your phone. You could be standing at street corner here, all the ees from all around you. So don't panic. It's two twenty this afternoon. It is a um, emergency alert system test uh, now. The conspiracy theorists are always around, Bob. Uh, some conspiracy theorists say they're avoiding the test today by leaving their phones off all day, which which you can pretty do, certainly. They claim the alert on the cell phone will activate the nanoparticles that the government has put into our bodies, uh, and then they will be able to take control of our bodies once the system goes uh, goes off. Uh, I've heard AES systems a lot. Nobody's taking control of my body, I don't think. Uh, but that's, uh, that's what some people are doing. And did you know – I never thought about this, Bob. Did you know – this makes perfect sense. There's a story on the Big 7 this week that um, if, if you have a secret cell phone, turn it off this afternoon. And I, want, I didn't get that, the point of that. Apparently, like domestic violence survivors and others who have domestic problems – Sometimes they have a secret cell phone they use to call people or to in, in case of, of an emergency that they don't want this, their spouse or whoever is around to know about. And so the suggestion is uh, if you have one of those phones, turn it off so your your secret phone doesn't begin ringing in a hidden drawer somewhere. Um which, now that I think about it, I guess makes
1: some sense. Do you have a secret phone, Howard?
2: No, I do not have a secret phone.
1: Does Nancy have a secret phone, Howard? I
2: cannot answer that. That is a secret question. I, I do not know. Um, I guess, But I guess I get it. Domestic violence victims who are still living with their abuser may have a phone hidden in their house. So I never thought about it. Do you have a secret phone?
1: I barely got the one I have. (laughs) Well,
2: it it may go off this afternoon. Uh, Quoting uh, one of the members of the YWCA, the noise is going to be very loud. So if you have problems with hearing uh, or already on edge, uh, then that kind of sensitive, if you're sensitive to those kind of things uh, or in a doctor's appointment or a court hearing, uh, you will receive this alert. Now, your phone has to be set for it, and it probably should be, although it's. It's part of the new phones where if if the alerts go off, you get them, you know. That way you don't have to be near a radio. You just get them in your your cell phone. Um, But the suggestions are if you have a secret phone, turn it off so the person that you're hiding it from doesn't find it. Uh, uh, Also, if you're in some kind of an important quiet meeting or something, maybe it's a good time to turn it off too. 2.20 this afternoon. Now, let me phrase this carefully. If all goes well. In the past, these things – this is the first one in, I think, two years. In the past, these things have not necessarily all gone well. Sometimes they just don't quite work, which is a little scary because this is what we're supposed to, what will happen if, like, there's a nuclear bomb on its way, to, you know, to our area. We'll get that alert.
1: Sometimes it doesn't work. And, Howard, my TV habits have really hit the skids, and I've been watching the, the True Crime channel. Yeah. And I scream at the cha- back at the TV all the time. Why didn't you buy an extra phone? They all, you know, <laughs> they, they figure everything out brilliantly to the T, right. but yet they text back and forth with each other. What are you thinking? Yeah.
2: On their own phone, tied, tied to their own name. And yeah. it's
1: like, yeah. You know how this one lady, got, she wore a disguise. I mean, you could not tell her had a mask on everything well she didn't play it up that way but you could look and you could say you know what i don't know for sure if that was her or not you know what you know what done her in Hmm. she used her rewards card oh (laughs) jeez i swear to god they checked on the purchase and for whatever reason she wanted to save two dollars and 20 cents and she gave him her rewards card
2: (laughs) (laughs) well remember I, i i I't do think it was Bill Ehlenfeld, but it was some federal it was some uh, legal system guy who told me years and years and years ago he said, "Howers, of course criminals are stupid. If they weren't stupid, they wouldn't be criminals. You know the guy who goes into the bank and I've heard these stories before you <laughs> we could probably run a whole list of these things down. The guy goes into the bank and at his, um, he's robbing the bank how much are you put it into my account and gives me his account number <laughs> Transfer it to my account um yeah, even I know. I'm well. I know because I do watch Law and Order and Blue Bloods and those things. Uh, even I know, were I to commit some form of crime like that, I would go get the proverbial
1: burner phone. That's what I was going to ask you. Don't you even have a name for this phone, Howard. It's a
2: burner phone. It's a burner phone. And you go get it at Walmart for $15, and you just put a little bit of time on it, and nobody knows who you are. And that's a burner phone.
1: And, and when I call my partner to say yes, I just killed so-and-so, then I throw it off the bridge, and, right? And
2: then stomp on it, and, and, and yeah, you're right, and then it goes into the river. And you don't have to use it again. Don't use the phone that says uh, Bob Slider's phone. Sorry, how am <laughs> I going to
1: take this call? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's
2: a, so, uh, yeah, criminals are... Um, Criminals are pretty stupid, but anyways, this and, and <laughs> picture somebody robbing the bank this afternoon and the alarm goes off too. You know, anyways, two twenty this afternoon. Be aware of that.
1: I think what did uh, I think Adam forgot about us? I was just looking at the clock. It's getting late, Howard.
2: All right, I will tell you, it's going to be a sunny day. A high near eighty-one today. Partly sunny around seventy-nine or eighty tomorrow. Then rain is likely on Friday and Saturday mornings. Early morning, like before 9 o'clock, as the Ogilvy Fest gets underway both days, uh, high around 68, maybe 70 on uh, Friday, and uh, begin to drop down into the 50s on Saturday, 56 or so on Saturday, uh, the low 50s on Sunday and on Monday, which is a holiday, by the way. It is uh, Columbus Day, and 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. So uh, currently 60 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 56 at the Highlands, 55 in Elm Grove and 55 here at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Still want to get to the uh, Kevin McCarthy story sometime in the next hour of the show. Also next hour, Mike Pushkin coming in to talk to us about uh, a potential conflict of interest that he thinks a pretty big deal in the uh, Justice Administration um, and your calls and your texts as well. But straight ahead, we'll talk sports. Bob Slider has that after this.
3: Why? Just think about it. Lowe's and Home Depot
4: are trademarks in their respective. Companies. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1. $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the Watchdog trusts.
5: Looking to buy or sell a home for a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the tri-state area for over 30 years? Contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale-Marshall County office at 304-281-5250.
0: Tune in Mondays at noon for all your local high school sports news from the number one sports editor in the Ohio Valley. The Seth Stasky Show, sponsored by Gumby's. Only live on the Watchdog. from the Robinson Auto Group studios. In the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. like well,
2: it's
1: oh, no, no, the no, door why do I not know City that I' know that
2: and I don't know City what your night. theme is but I guessed earlier there was classic City rock night. yeah I just went with some tonight. okay right, so night. Woo! but Woo! Woo! what is wrong it, it was somebody yesterday that I should have known and, it, and I just it was I didn't remember am I getting too old 70 Howard is this I am I, I am 70 <laughs> I am 70. I don't I don't feel like I'm too mentally deficient most of the time, but geez, I never said that. Just, oh, I know you didn't. I'm saying it. This is my era. How could I not know the doors? Wasn't it Van Morrison, in fact, yesterday? Yeah, you did kind
1: of miss that I missed one, to Mr.
2: Man? Van Morrison, yesterday.
1: Maybe it's the Morris thing. Van Morrison, Jim Morris.
2: I, 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 I don't know. Wait a minute. Oh, no, no, no. You know what? Isn't he
1: the head of Roxby? Yes, yeah, see, I think I get what's on, on your mind, Howard. You don't trust any of those guys.
2: <laughs> Seven before the hour, Watchdog Morning Show on a Wednesday. It is time to check into the sports world, and for that, we go to Slider. And I have
1: it right here, Howard. Major League Baseball's postseason got underway yesterday. The day games: Texas shuts out Tampa Bay, the Rangers four, the Rays zip the Minnesota Twins over the Toronto Blue Jays three to one. In the evening, it was the Arizona Diamondbacks. On the road, they beat the Milwaukee Brewers 6-3 to and the Philadelphia Phillies at home. They take game one over the Florida Marlins by a score of 4-1. to Game two today, Texas at Tampa Bay, Toronto at Minnesota. Those games in the afternoon, Arizona at Milwaukee, Florida at Philadelphia. Those games are tonight. Cleveland Guardians manager Terry Francona made it official yesterday, stepping down after 11 seasons with the Cleveland Ball Club guardians president chris antonetti said the 64-year-old francona will have a role with the team moving forward but did not say uh, specifically what uh, it would entail pittsburgh steelers news they are calling quarterback kenny pickett's leg injury a bone bruise howard so that that's good uh, yeah
2: that's a so, bone bruise. so he may get back
1: into action maybe head coach uh, mike tomlin said yesterday he expects Pickett back to practice today, Howard. He's going to oh, practice wow. today, okay. and the quality of his practice will determine his status for Sunday's well, home game, Sunday's game against okay. the Baltimore Ravens. Pickett sustained the injury when he was sacked during the Steelers' 30-6 to loss to the Houston Texans on Sunday. We're a little early this morning, Howard. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.55.
2: Is, uh, is a bone bruise just what it sounds like? I, I bet it hurts like hell,
1: but yeah, you won't need surgery. You, you might miss a game if it just hurts so much. I mean,
2: I, I'm not trying to compare myself to Kenny Pickett. You know, I, I have still a bone bruise from when I banged myself on the vacation. And
1: here you are. You and you, 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 you toughed it out game time, Howard.
2: Yeah, it's, it's game time every morning at 7 o'clock is the best we can do. Every morning,
1: Howard, is a game time decision.
2: Yes, exactly. And, uh, well, you got a game time. I don't want to share all your problems. With you. You've had some back problems the last couple of days, too. You know
1: what I have? And I'm starting to wonder if it's my chair here in the studio because I feel pretty good until I sit down here. And then I get up and I, I'm i having a hard time moving. I, I'm bad on a bad back uh, lower back Howard
2: what do you do anything for it hot, hot showers,
1: showers. Uh, I haven't had really any medication to take uh, just trying to stretch it out and uh, hoping it's just just something you, like did that did you cut
2: grass something well I it? haven't
1: uh, I had to put it off because I'm in really no shape uh, I don't think it's psychosomatic Howard I don't think it's my brain say you don't really want to cut grass your back's hurting <laughs> I, I really believe that uh, I just just you know Pulled something or something like that.
2: Or you're sitting wrong or something. Or it's this <laughs> damn chair, hours It couldn't be the chair. I worked at the radio station. We uh, It was a stand-up op. Two of them, actually. I worked two different radio stations. Were stand-up operations. They had no chairs. You just, you know, the board was high and you stood up. Hated that.
1: Well, I tried that when I stood up. And then when I reached down for the board, I hurt my back, Howard. So oh. <laughs> I,
2: I hated the stand-up operations. I just... Even, I mean, we're talking about 30 years ago, even then, I didn't like to stand up too long. <laughs> you my know? I, I, like I like to sit down. Hey, uh, today is National Taco Day, in case you're curious. Wait a minute.
1: Pizza yesterday, taco, taco today. today. Are
2: you a taco fan?
1: A little bit. I can take them every once in a while. I like the hard taco. I don't, I don't want any of that green stuff or white stuff on my taco, Howard, but okay. I, um, my kids make fun of me. I can't go to Taco Bell.
2: Because, have you been banned, Howard? <laughs> no, because I don't know what to order. I don't know how to order. You see, you know, I, they say, well, you just order a a, a, te- a a taco box or something? I said, but, but then they'll ask me questions, you know. Do you want the queso sauce or the hopla sauce or do you want to? I, I, I don't know. I just, you know, I don't know. I like tacos. Don't get me wrong. Nancy makes them. Can you? I, I, I have to tell Taco Bell, can, can you give me the kind that my wife makes, you know? So I'm a, I am don't go to Taco Bell
1: because I don't know how to order. I'm with you. A lot of those dishes, I don't know what they are. Even when I look at the picture, I, right. I'm not quite sure what it is. Sometimes I see a commercial, Taco Bell in particular.
2: I see a commercial. I say, ah, it looks good. i, I, I got to remember that. And then by the time we're going past Taco Bell, I forget what it is, and then I don't know how to order it again.
1: See, I thought I was the most basic when it comes to the Mexican menu. I stick with the steak fajitas, Howard, yeah. and the hard taco. That's it.
2: Yeah, well, in a Mexican restaurant where I can actually look at the menu, maybe talk to a order or to to a waiter, I'll get a shrimp burrito or a shrimp fajita or something, you know. Usually, but uh, when you, if the drive-through, you know, Taco Bell it's like, I don't know, I don't know, and that's and then they'll ask me questions. I you know, it's like you know, when I order uh, even coffee at uh, Tim Hortons. We get there occasionally, you know. Uh, Do you want cream sugar? Do you want whipped cream? I don't know. I just I want you know. anyway. That's It's my problem. Today is National Taco Day. Seventy-one No, not 71. Uh, 95% of Americans say they like tacos. Wow, that's a high. That is a higher number than I would have expected, to be honest with you. Um, Some of the um, taco chains around the country are doing special deals today. What does Taco Bell have? Uh, Waffle tacos. I don't know what that is. The naked egg taco. Uh, I don't know what these things are. at uh, taco bell they they now have a taco lover subscription pass you can actually buy this pass for a single price and you get a taco a day for a month
1: oh well, we know what to get steve from st c for christmas so now.
2: here Hard. we go get him a taco lovers uh, taco lovers pass yeah uh, also uh taco bell is going to start selling breakfast tacos but none of these uh, none of these places really have anything special no like no freebies like they had for national coffee day and stuff but uh, but in case you're curious, today is National Taco Day. So if you're thinking about what to go eat for lunch or for dinner, you celebrate the day. Celebrate Taco Day. Mike Pushkin, the chair of the Democratic Party in West Virginia, going to join us next hour. Among other things, we're going to talk about uh, a report that says the head of the Department of Transportation, Jimmy Riston, signed off on contracts for companies that his son is involved in. Is that... A federal conflict of interest? Pushkin says it might be and wants a federal investigation. We'll talk about that. Plus, Kevin McCarthy is out and says he's not running again. So who's going to become Speaker of the House? Uh, maybe more on Homeless, too. Coming up next hour. FM well, 98.1, AM
0: 1600, WKKX, Wheeling. FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY, Moundsville.
5: From ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. The House of Representatives is without a speaker after the ousting of Kevin McCarthy from the position. ABC Stephen Portnoy reporting that members of the Republican conference aren't sure who will be chosen to be second in line to the presidency next.
3: The House is expected to remain in recess for another week. Republicans will huddle on Tuesday.